Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. Thank you so much for your downloads and shares. It is really beautiful to know that this is impacting someone in the world. So thank you for being you and being here. Today, I would love to talk to you about foods and supplements for healthy pregnancy. Now, what could be more important than a mother being fully nourished and nourishing her baby in one of the most important and incredible feats as a human being? You know, I remember I spent 10 days with my cousin who had recently had a baby, and this is a few years ago, and I had a huge and profound respect and shift in the way that I saw women. I have, I was just blown away at how much she could accomplish and just the way that she was a mother. And the more that I study the human body, it's just one of my fun things that I like to do. I'm more amazed by the body and especially women. Like you are amazing. And I have not had a child yet, but it is something in the future. In the meantime, I would love to support you with your healthy pregnancy. I was looking up some research uh, for this episode, and I found that a 2013 study published in the Journal of Family Reproductive Health, it's actually Journal of Family and Reproductive Health, and they evaluated the eating habits of 485 pregnant women and found that only 1.9% of them met fruit and vegetable guidelines for pregnancy. I mean, it's surprising and it's also not. And why I say it's not is because I meet and work with so many people who are not getting enough fiber alone, not getting enough water alone. So I'm not so surprised about the fruit and vegetable guidelines. And so why does it matter? I mean, let's go beyond the obvious of like, yes, having a healthy baby and having enough energy yourself. But I actually want to give you some very specific foods, some very specific nutrients and how you can prevent, potentially prevent, of course, nothing is for sure, nothing's guaranteed, and please consult with your doctor, obviously, before taking any of my advice here. And research does show that certain micronutrient deficiencies can contribute to the development of postpartum depression, for example, especially low levels of vitamin D, zinc, and selenium. And a poor diet during pregnancy can also lead to health concerns such as fatigue, heartburn, swelling, leg cramps. And there are studies that show that nutrient deficiencies during pregnancy can lead to some bigger health challenges like anemia, preeclampsia, um, and those are some really big ones out there that can end in some pretty horrific and traumatic events, okay? I'm sure we all know someone who has had preeclampsia, okay? And it's very, very sad. So I want to dispel some myths on this podcast episode, and I want to give you some tangible tips. So please pass this on to someone who maybe is pregnant, who wants to be pregnant as well. 
Okay, so let's get into um, some myths versus facts, actually. One of the big misconceptions we hear is that you're eating for two when you're pregnant. You're not. There is no other hundred and something pound person (laughs) that is being born. It is a six to eight pound being. So you do not need to eat for two. You need to eat for you. And just make sure that those foods are very calorie dense. And so you're not eating for two. I want you to eat for one in a very beautiful and healthful way. Okay. And so here is why it's important for the baby when you are pregnant as well, the food that you eat. There are certain nutrients like vitamin D and calcium that the baby's heart, brain, liver, stomach, intestines, and nervous system depend on to actually develop, okay? And especially in your pregnancy, especially in the last trimester, the baby's brain really continues to develop, and you need an adequate source of protein and omega-3 fatty acids to develop a healthy brain as well. Our brain is mostly fat. We need those two vitamins, especially, or nutrients rather, to develop as adults as well. And then if we see that there is calorie restriction, nutrient restriction during pregnancy, it can lead to low birth weight, affecting baby's health after delivery, okay? And if you are um, an excess weight as well, that can also relate in higher infant birth um, weight and other complications later on in life. We also see that in the Journal of American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, higher intakes of processed food, so basically anything that comes in a can or a box during pregnancy predicted emotional and behavior problems among children. We also see in the Journal of Law, Medicine, and Ethics that food choices during pregnancy may set the stage for an infant's acceptance of solid foods after birth. So that is fascinating as well. And then we also see in the Journal of Pre- perinatal education indicates that an adequate levels of maternal nutrients during a mother's first trimester of pregnancy when the embryo and placenta undergo a process of rapid cell differentiation may predispose the infant to chronic illnesses in adulthood such as diabetes, hypertension, stroke, and coronary heart disease. Yes, I had to read that out to you. Um, Very, very fascinating information and very important. And of course, that is all said to empower you. I want to provide you with the what to eat in this episode as well. Okay. So really, you know, I was just actually speaking to someone and she was saying, you know, you go to the doctor and you're told what not to do and what not to eat. And what do I, what do I do? Right. And so here's the most beautiful thing is that you can eat so many foods. You can eat a high quality protein, healthy fats, and complex carbohydrates meals. Okay. So this is oats and quinoa and avocados and pears and black beans and lentils and chickpeas. Okay. And we'll get into some specific foods, but really making sure you're getting enough healthy fats. This is not the time to go on a diet. This is not the time to really be mindful of weight gain because you likely are going to gain about 10 
to 30 pounds of healthy weight, okay? Please don't worry about that. And I know it's easier said than done. But really, <clears throat> the uh, it's said that about, um, about an additional 70 calories in your first trimester, 260 calories in your second trimester, and about three to 400 calories in your third trimester of increase. And that's if you're active as well. If you are not active, like walking around, going for workouts, swimming, dancing, whatever it is, you might not even need to up your calories that much. Next item here is to eat the rainbow, eat the different colors, purple cabbage, um, as well as pomegranates, as well as yellow bell peppers, as well as kale, like have a colorful, beautiful plate. It's nice on the eyes as well as for antioxidants, okay? Again, you're going to be pregnant, you're going to be more tired, you're going to be, you know, craving more foods potentially as well. So I want you to meal prep, make easy foods. You might have to do more soups with a bunch of vegetables and beans. Uh, you might do more smoothies. Just make things easy for you. You know, you might make smoothie packs where you already cut up the bananas and the fruit and you put the protein powder. You might add that on later or you just make a bunch of soups and freeze them, right? So make it super simple and easy for yourself and be sure you are drinking enough filtered water. Buy a beautiful water bottle if you don't have one already. Please avoid plastic water bottles. Get one that's stainless steel or glass and keep it with you all throughout the day. Next, let's talk about the best specific foods to eat. Okay, these are your superfoods. So I want you to have enough leafy greens like spinach, kale, arugula, romaine, bok choy, collards, mustard greens, and turnip greens to your meals. Look up how to do this, okay? It will really, really expand your, your diet as well as get in vitamins like iron and calcium and vitamin K. These are so important for you and baby's development. I also find that a lot of people are scared of fruit. It's strange. <laughs> you know, fruit is is incredible, has so many nutrients, high in fiber. Please don't be afraid of fruit. You know, you're getting things like vitamin K, C, A, E, and fiber, as I mentioned, with fruit. So get an array, make it colorful, add it to your yogurt or oats, make a smoothie, add it to your salads, okay? So this could be blueberries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, cherries, mangoes, papayas, peaches, grapefruit, apples, pears, tangerines, pineapples, papayas. Oh my gosh, I am getting hungry listing off fruit. I love fruit as well. So have an abundance of that. Of course, if this is not about just eating fruit. Again, please keep everything in moderation and be responsible. I feel like I'm talking to you, you already know this, but I just feel like I have to say it sometimes, okay? Next is free-range organic eggs. So eggs are a beautiful source of choline, which is super important for fetal development. Also really great for us with our brain health and cognition as well. So it's interesting, and research shows us that women who have lower levels of choline are at significantly greater risk of having a baby with neural tube defects than women who eat more choline content. So this is, you know, eggs are a beautiful source of protein, healthy fats, vitamin E as well. And so just 
have an egg or two a day, you know, um, maybe just a few times a week, but this is a beautiful source of protein as well that I encourage you to eat if you are omnivorous, okay? And then I would love for you to eat more salmon as well. So the omega-3 fatty acids are important for proper neurological and physical development of your baby, okay? And so there are uh, so many other nutrients in salmon that are important for pregnancy, such as vitamin D, iodine, choline, B vitamins, selenium, and protein as well. So you can have a beautiful salmon uh, dinner with some collards or steamed broccoli, maybe some quinoa, some kimchi. Oh, just make it a beautiful meal. Now, this next one is less common, and this is organ meat. So, of course, if you're getting organ meat, I want you to go and get it from a free-range animal um, because, of course, the liver meat or heart is not going to be healthy from a conventionally raised animal in the first place, okay? And so these foods have L-glutamine, high amounts, and um, this is really a powerful antioxidant for us and baby, okay? So make sure you... Try it out before you brush it aside, okay? This is a very beautiful traditional food that we used to eat a lot of um, and less in our culture and society today. Next, I'd like you for you to have an abundance of nuts and seeds, okay? So nuts contain protein, fiber, magnesium, iron, calcium, um, and things like walnuts contain omega-3 fatty acids and folate and copper, Brazil nuts are beautiful and high in selenium, phosphorus, vitamin E, and so have some during pregnancy and after. One thing too, if you're like me, you know, I love these kinds of foods, so be mindful of your portions with it. You know, I'm I'm not saying like go on a diet during your pregnancy at all, as I mentioned in the beginning, but really this is potentially not the kind of food you want to be eating all day long, okay? I also recommend going and having more flax seeds and chia seeds. You can make chia seed puddings. You can add flax seeds to smoothies. You can add them to salads as well. Really, really beautiful source of omega-3 fatty acids. And those two, um, they will actually benefit your skin, hair, and nails during pregnancy as well. Another food I would love to highlight is lentils, okay? And why lentils is because it's an excellent source of folate, which play a crucial role in fetal development, okay? And so we see that um, high folate foods during pregnancy reduces the risk of fetus of the fetus developing cardiovascular and urinary, urinary tract defects, um, as well as neural tube defects and cleft lips, okay? So this is really important. We see folate being one of the highest um, nutrients actually in prenatal prenatal supplements. And of course, I feel like I talk about this in every workshop I ever do, and I will not stop until I see everyone having more fermented foods. Um, And so of course, the next one is fermented foods. We see more and more and more and more that the research shows that the gut microbiome plays a key factor for so many things, but pregnancy specific, um, we need the good bacteria, okay? And actually, it can prevent 
preeclampsia, gestational diabetes, vaginal infections, infant and maternal weight gain, and allergies. Okay, so again, this is foods like kimchi, sauerkraut, pickles, apple cider vinegar. And again, this is from, you. Know, for example, pickles, not from the, the aisle where the ketchup is, but in the refrigerated section. I get asked frequently if you can have kombucha. Yes, it is a fermented food, but it is quite high in sugar. So I would go for that as a treat instead of your regular probiotic intake. Okay. Now that we've covered what to eat, and as you can see, it's a lot of beautiful food. I want to talk to you about what you want to consider not eating. Okay. So really it's only nine months, but if you can do it pretty much never, (laughs) please try to avoid these while you're pregnant. The first one is deli meat. Okay. It could contain listeria, which could cause miscarriage, infection, or blood poisoning. So salamis and prosciuttos and things like this. Next one is raw or smoked seafood and rare meat. Obviously, this is not in every case, but it could be contaminated with bacteria, okay? Um, We definitely want to be careful, better safe than sorry in these instances. High mercury fish, such as swordfish, king mackerel, shark, tilefish, um, and honestly, I would avoid tuna in a can as well, okay? Of course, raw eggs, um, you know, in takoyaki, for example, as well. It's funny, I used to put one, I used to put a raw egg in my smoothie. I love the texture, one of the protein. And I, when I had hired a nutritionist for the first time, she was like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so I stopped. But then of course, I could, uh, could potentially contain salmonella. Okay, this next one, I honestly, I, I haven't found clear research on it. But so there's mixed research about consuming caffeine. Um though it is suggested to avoid it during the first trimester and after that maybe one or two cups a day is deemed safe Um, and make sure that you are getting enough water because it is diuretic so it makes you pee and obviously poo so have be mindful with it go with decaf if you can I don't know if I will be giving up coffee entirely in my pregnancy in the future, but you know, you can have yerba mate and green tea and matcha tea. So be friends with those kinds of um, caffeine intakes as well. And obviously, I don't think you need me to tell you this, but alcohol, I don't, do I even need to get into it? Uh, no. Okay. Alcohol is just a no. Um, and really you want to avoid as many preservatives and unhealthy oils and dyes as much as possible, like tartazine and most candies. If you want candy, I love the brand Haribo, but if you go for pretty much anything else, it's going to have tartazine, which is not good for your brain as well as avoiding things like MSG and, canola oil, margarine, all these kinds of things. We just want baby to be as healthy and beautiful and happy as possible. So please go for these whole foods you will thank yourself for and so will baby. Okay. Now this is food aside, but one of the biggest things to be mindful of during your pregnancy is your stress and happiness levels. Okay. So this is a beautiful magical time and it's natural to have stress it's natural to to be worried or anxious about 
you know, um, the upcoming changes, but make sure that you're keeping yourself peaceful and calm, you know, taking long walks outside, reading uplifting books, finding supportive friends. Maybe you join a club for new mothers. Maybe you join a prenatal yoga class. Make sure that you keep your body calm. You know, I often wonder about the effects of myself when I was in my mother's room when she found out my father had cancer when she was pregnant with me and and how they found out is he had a seizure in the bank and she was shocked and she had just come to Canada and so, and, and my mother is a worried person in the first place and so, of course, stress and anxiety has been something I have always worked on my whole life. And to be honest, a part of me wonders if that has to do with with being in the room at that stressful time as well, right? And so we don't know the clear, clear research yet, though I do suspect that there is a connection. And I find that one of the most beautiful ways to be managing stress is physical activity. And, you know... I'm not an expert in pregnancy workouts by any means, though, of course, I did do research for you for this podcast episode, and I encourage you to keep exploring in your research. But some beautiful pregnancy workouts can include walking, swimming, prenatal yoga, cycling, and strength training. I highly recommend finding an expert in your local community who specializes in um, pregnant women and workouts. And that's actually exactly what I plan to do when I am pregnant as well. So I hope that was helpful to you. Please again, pass this on to someone who might benefit from this episode. Okay. So I trust that helps and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review. If you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.